Hey there, welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be listed in the show notes. Enjoy. Let me tell you something. You can have the best location, great food, great cocktails, great lighting and decor. Hell, you can have strippers dancing out front. But if your staff does not respect you as a leader, you are doomed to fail. That is a fact. All right, how y'all doing? It is Dave Allred, The Real Barman here, and today I'm going to help you become a better leader and earn respect from your staff on the quick. Now, I don't know your situation. You know, maybe you're brand new to management uh, and you want to get off to a great start, or maybe you've been doing this for a while and your employees see you as a soft dish rag that they use to wipe the toilet seat with. All right, and all you want to do is hit that reset button and start over. All right, well, I'm going to help you do that right now. All right, first off, what are the signs that prove you are not respected as a leader? If you're having problems in this area, you probably already know what they are. All right, either way, each day you go to work feeling like that iconic comic, Rodney Dangerfield. I never got no respect, no respect at all. Okay, so let's go over these. All right, number one, when you ask them to do something and they don't do it, that's no respect. Or you ask them to do something and they say, yeah, I'll get to it in just a bit. All right, number two, when you're talking to them and their eyes are wandering... All right, or worse yet, they roll their eyes. They're like, all right, no respect. Number three, they have bad body language while you're talking to them. Whether you're talking directly to them or you're talking to the entire staff at the meeting, like they have like their arms crossed and again, they have like no eye contact, no respect. Okay, when they ignore your rules and standards, no respect. Number five, uh, when they talk bad about you behind your back, no respect. Number six, you come in the room, you say, hey, how you doing? And they don't acknowledge you. No respect. Number seven, when they call in sick all the time, leaving you to figure out how to cover their shift. Definitely no respect. And then number eight, uh, they take advantage of your friendship or they take advantage of you being a nice person. I never got no respect, no respect at all. All of these things scream, you are insignificant to me and I do not respect you as a person. Now, like I mentioned, if this has been going on for a long time with you, is it even possible to turn things around? Because once people see you as they see you, it's often tough to change their mind. All right, but the answer in this case is yes, it is possible. And the way we do that is we draw a line in the sand. Okay, we start over and we make a declaration of change to the staff. We're gonna change the way we run. We're gonna change the way we eat. We're gonna change the way we walk. We're gonna change the way we tackle. And the only thing is, once you do this, you are committed to following through, so don't F it up, all right? When you do this, you need to sit everyone down and you need to tell them, no, you need to admit to them that you have not been the leader this place needs to thrive and be at its, at its best, okay? But now that you made the decision to change and you passionately just declare how it's going to be from now on, you need to stick with it, all right? Decisiveness creates magic and you tell them, just like Denzel did. You know, we're going to change the way we greet him. Uh, we're going to change the way we feed him. We're going to change the way we train. We're going to change the way uh, we clean this place up. All right, we're going to change the way we show up on time, the way we come in prepared and looking nice, the way we provide unforgettable service. Okay, obviously, do it in your own style. You don't have to do it like me and Denzel did it all suave like that. Uh, but you have to get them excited and you have to be passionate. That's step one. Okay, and if you've been weak in the past, they may not believe it. Okay, but if you have a plan, you stick to the plan, and you stick up for yourself, 
you uh, will eventually follow through. They're eventually going to become believers and you're going to see changes materialize before your very eyes. All right, does that make sense? Okay, before I get to these strategies on gaining respect from your staff, I'm going to tell you a very important secret. Okay, despite what you may think, your employees want rules and structures in place. They crave it. And that might seem crazy because if you ask most people, they would say that they would love to be free to do whatever they like. But it's not true, not in the workplace. It's the same thing with children. They buck and they fight to get their way. But when you have a structured standards and, I'm sorry, when you have structures and standards in place and rules to follow, your employees and children, they feel safe. Okay, They feel secure. They feel like someone is in control and knows what they're doing. It gives them confidence in their leader. Otherwise, they fear living in a world of potential chaos, which is unpredictable, and it's scary for them. They want to follow someone who has a plan and is confident in ruling over people. Okay, Remember, when it comes time to enforce your rules and standards, they might look at you like you're the bad guy, but they're going to respect you for it. Okay, now let's get into how to fix these areas of disrespect we just talked about so your employees start looking up to you instead of disdainfully in your direction. And to do this, I'm going to give you 10 ways you can instantly start gaining their respect. And if you have some of your own, throw them in the comments. Go for it. I welcome all advice and opinions. Okay, so starting at number one, which is act as if. And you're like, what the hell does that even mean, Dave? It means act as if you're already the person you wish to become. If you're just walking around town, walk and act as if you are already a mega successful leader. Feel what that feels like. Imagine it. And then act and feel that way. It often helps to have someone to model. Okay, If you know someone who's very suave and charismatic uh, and successful, mimic their tendencies. And if you don't know someone, use a movie star you like. You know, I personally love George Clooney for this. You know, I believe he might be the most dreamy and charismatic man on the planet. You got your heart racing, don't I? All right, this might sound silly, but modeling is one of the most powerful methods in finding success. You watch what they do, you copy what they do. You have the same success that they do. All right, so easy, Forrest Gump could do it. I'm not a smart man. Watching a few movie clips of your leadership model you can pick up on highly effective mannerisms to help you, including body language, tonality, eye contact, and the confidence you need to carry yourself. Okay, watch this clip and notice the command in Clooney's voice and the piercing eye contact when he speaks. Don't take this personally, Mr. Bingham. Personally? This is the most personal situation that you are ever going to enter, so before you try to revolutionize my business, I'd like to know that you actually know my business. Do you think there's any chance... Someone like this gets walked on by others. Okay, highly doubtful. Okay, act as if you're already the person you wish to become. Number two, stop apologizing. And I don't mean if you do something blatantly wrong that you shouldn't admit it and apologize. Of course you should. I'm talking about apologizing for the wrong reasons. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. And I'm talking about apologizing to avoid conflict or because you want to be liked. You are the boss. They need to please you with their actions, not the other way around. Okay, so when you make the schedule, don't be like, uh, hey, Mark, sorry, but I had to schedule on Saturday night. Is that all right? Or, hey, Donna, sorry, but you didn't wipe down table six. Can you do that, please, if you don't mind? That is not being the type of leader that they're confident in following. 
All they see is a sniveling, scared, wobbly leg baby giraffe trying desperately not to be disliked. Number three, slow down, remain calm, and speak clearly. Okay, and this means taking a second to consider before you react to anything. Okay, but that doesn't mean you become like boring and mundane. All right, like that guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. In an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, past the, anyone, anyone. It simply means that you don't rush. Okay, when you rush your speech, it sounds like you're desperate to get your words out before they lose interest. Okay, it feels like you're inconveniencing them. Okay, in addition, when you mumble, it projects, it projects, it projects lack of confidence as well. I don't understand why you keep picking on me. Okay, relaxed speech and body language projects confidence, and if you pause during points of emphasis, it can actually draw your audience in. In addition to speaking clearly, you need to hold eye contact as if you're trying to look right through them. Right, when you look down or you mumble, or you're fidgeting when you're speaking to your staff, it tells them that you're uncertain and insecure. Okay, nobody follows uncertainty. Okay, number four, nip it in the bud. And that means dealing with disrespect immediately. Okay, the worst thing you can do is pretend you didn't hear or notice the disrespect and deflect by turning your attention elsewhere. Having a brainstorm session. Did I stutter? Good. This is good. I'm going to grab a glass of water. Okay. When you ignore problems or a staff member is blatantly disregarding the rules just to see what they can get away with, okay, just to test you to see if you'll do anything about it, and they will, okay, you have to confront them or you're going to lose their respect forever. Okay, and this one might be the most scary for you, but the trick is to be brutally honest without being mean or disrespectful. Okay, for example, let's give an example. Let's say you're in a meeting, like a monthly meeting or a pre-shift meeting, whatever, and someone keeps talking while you're talking. And this is so annoying. Okay? Teachers have to deal with this all the time. You can't just let it slide and try to talk over them or you're going to lose the respect of your staff. Okay? Or worse yet, if you like sort of chuckle nervously and you're like, ah, come on guys, you know, we just have a little bit longer. Let's try to be quiet, okay? All right, instead, here's what you're going to do. Okay? When someone's talking while you're talking, you stop talking abruptly and you stare at them until they stop talking and they look at you. Okay? And then you hold that stare for a full five seconds. All right? And that might seem difficult and awkward for you. Afraid I'm just not very good at confrontations. But really, they are the ones who are going to feel awkward because... They're the ones being called out. Okay, and then you say calmly to them. Remember, we always remain calm. You know, did you have something to say about blank? Okay, whatever, whatever it is you're talking about. Maybe you're in a pre-shift meeting and you say, did you have something to say about the special today? All right, and I guarantee they're going to be embarrassed. They're going to say, no, I'm sorry. And then you say, okay, well, let me know if you do. And I will stop talking because I don't want to interrupt you. All right, and that will be that. Right, you won't have that problem in the future because people hate to be called out in front of a group. Okay, deal, deal with disrespect the moment it happens and it will stop happening. All right, it's as simple as that. Number five, deliver great expect, uh, expectations. All right, tell them exactly what you expect from them. Okay, in order to do that, you need to actually write down what you expect from them. 
Okay, and I'm talking about like a training guide or a manual and a system that lists out everything that, that's expected from each position in the restaurant. Okay, you need to create it, right? Systemizing all of your procedures in your business is essential to your success. That's why I love checklists. Okay, when you have a closing side work checklist, there's no haziness or confusion about what there is to do. There's no excuses like, well, how was I supposed to know? And you're like, because it's written right here in our training guide and the closing checklist. It says, wipe down the condiments and they're filthy. Why? All right, this is the way that you're able to hold them accountable. But more importantly, they know exactly what needs to be done to run the business as it should be run. Okay. Number, number six is be decisive. Even if you're not sure of the decision that needs to be made, choose one or the other and do so with conviction. Okay, you can always change your mind later, but being wishy-washy is a surefire way to lose, lose respect. Okay, you have to choose a side and go with it. Okay, like this message from the great Mr. Miyagi to Daniel Sun in the original Karate Kid. Ready? Well, yeah, I guess so. Nelson must talk. Walk on the road. Hmm? Walk right side, safe. Walk left side, safe. Walk middle, sooner or later, get the squish just like grip. Here, karate, same thing. Either you karate do yes, or karate do no. You karate do guess so, just like grip. The point is, People want their leaders to be certain and resolute. Okay, can you imagine being in the middle of a battle and you ask the sergeant in charge, you know, which way, Sarge? You know, up the hill or into the valley? And he's like, um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Okay, now your restaurant isn't a war zone, but when your employees say something to you like, you know, the Bud Light cake delivery didn't come in, what should we do? Okay, you can't say, um, I don't know. What do you think we should do? Make a decision and go with it. Be like, hey, don't worry about the keg. I want you to take $150 from Petty Cash. I want you to go to the supermarket and buy as many cases of Bud Light as you can for $150. I want you to bring them back here. Okay, that's taking control. That's someone you can respect. Number seven, get into the trenches. Okay, being charismatic and confident is great, but you can't just walk around like a mob boss all the time trying to be a tough guy or gal. Okay, you have to be a giver too. You have to give respect in order to earn respect. And one of the best ways to do that is to jump in and get your hands dirty. Okay, meaning help your staff when they need help. You know, take orders, clear tables, you know, run food, get beyond the bar and clean glassware, run the dishwasher. Okay, by jumping into the trenches and becoming one of them, you lead by example, which is one of the most powerful tactics you can practice in order to get people to follow you and view you as a leader. All right. Number eight, leadership before friendship. Get your ships in order. Okay, stop trying to seek your employees' approval and try to be in their friend, okay? It's not your job to be their friend or to be liked. It's your job to lead, bring in customers, and to make a profit, okay? That doesn't mean you can't be likable, but you must be respected first, okay? Managers who fear being disliked or not accepted by a group of peers come across as weak, okay? You have to sacrifice your need to be liked by everyone in order to lead them, okay? See how Jack does it here. We go back a while. We went to the academy together. We were commissioned together. We did our tours in Vietnam together. But I've been promoted up through the chain with greater speed and success than you have. Now, if that's a source of tension or embarrassment for you, I don't give a shit. 
Now you don't have to be a, you don't have to be as ruthless as Jack, okay? But I'm making a point here. Okay, do you think that there's any chance that Jack Nicholson's character in that movie gets disrespected? Ain't no way. Okay, so you don't have to be full blown Jack. Just a sliver of Jack goes a long way. Okay, number nine, enforce small details. Right, when you let things slide, people start to take advantage of you. That means if you if they show up late and you don't do anything about it, you don't say anything to them, the new standard becomes we can show up late because Dave doesn't care. All right? Or when you have a closing side work checklist that lists all the cleaning duties and those things don't get done and you don't say anything, guess what the new standard is? Both for the restaurant and your authority. The new standard is we, the employees, do what we want when we want because nobody's going to hold us to it. Okay? Don't let small infractions slide because it's not that big a deal. All right? If you want them to respect you, you need to remind them that every standard you set is a big deal. All right? Number 10, the final one, justice for all. Okay? And this, this means uh, same rules for everyone regardless of who they are. And this is different than treat everyone equally because not everyone should be treated equally. And what I mean by that is some need a little more carrot and some employees need a little more stick. Okay. But when you chastise Jeff for showing up late and then you let Sarah off with a warning because you think she's hot. All right. You're going to see scowl faces all around and your respectometer will fall off considerably. Okay. So if you're going to give someone a write up or reprimand them for an action they took, then everyone gets a write-up for that same action. Okay, no special treatment. Capiche? Okay, well, you know, what it all comes down to, I want to summarize this all in a nice little package with a bow. Uh, and the, what it comes down to in the end is you need to set the standards and rules to be followed. Okay, this is a system of procedures. Okay, then you need to enforce those rules so your staff knows that you are serious about it. And if you set rules and you don't follow through, it's like, you're going to war with a cardboard sword. Okay, it's up to you to lead by example. Okay, behave the way you expect them to behave and then go above and beyond the standards that you set and they will never question your motives. Okay, so these weren't all of the tips you need in order to be a leader necessarily. I want to make that clear. These tactics are more focused on you first grabbing the horse's reins and letting them know who the rider is and who the horse is. Okay. Once you gain their respect, there are other tactics you can do to get them to follow you to the ends of the earth to be on your team. Okay, we'll get into that next time. Okay, I want to thank you for hanging uh, out with me today. I am going to see you next time. I'm out.